Hey girls, welcome to the Her Podcast. We are back and I am super excited for today's podcast. My name is Holly Wright and I am the founder of Her. And today we have a guest speaker. Her name is Grace C. And she's going to be sharing her heart on worship um, and just the journey she's walked um, in and out of to get her to where she is today. And so I'm super excited to have you, Gracie. Hi. Hi. I'm so excited for you to be on this podcast. Yeah, no problem. I'm excited to hear your heart because, um, I've kind of watched you over the past couple years, um, go in and out of different seasons of worship and I'm super excited of what you can bring to the table. So why don't you just tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do right now, and then we'll get started. Um, my name is Grace, as we said before, and I am a longtime worship leader. Um, I write music. I, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Um, and I just love being able to lead people into worship and it's such an honoring thing for me. That's so exciting. And you're a full-time student right now too. She just moved to Los Angeles, which is like huge. Yeah. Yeah. So, welcome to our podcast. Um, so, I'll just kind of, like, ask you questions, and then we can kind of go from there, and you just share your heart. Okay. So, I guess, like, my first question for you is, tell us, like, where it all began. Like, when did you start to get a heart for worship? Like, I know that you had sang and played piano and other instruments, like, growing up, but, like, where did it start? Like, where where did your journey start? Um, for me, I was always someone who loved love music um but it was something that was very personal to me so um through any kind of trial or anything that went on in my life I would use music as kind of like an escape Mm -hmm. from all of that so when I came to church for one of the first times about eight years ago Mm -hmm. um where I like really experienced Jesus Um, I was asked if I wanted to join worship and I said no because it was something that was so personal for me but now that's actually totally turned around to be one of the main reasons why um, I love worship so much is because it's one of the ways that I can really show Jesus and um, relate yeah and relate to that um in a way that's so personal and um just really beautiful because Mm -hmm. it comes from such like a deep place in my life um and I was raised Christian and raised in a Christian family but um that one of those first times experiencing Jesus in worship I knew that I was supposed to do worship a lot longer or a long time before I actually stepped out and um joined the team or joined a team um and from there on it just kind of developed into something that was so um personal and and really honoring for me Mm -hmm. so yeah that's awesome I know I so how I know Gracie is um we grew up in C3 Church San Diego together and then when I was in youth ministry you were one of the students and I kind of we kind of just met in the lobby and became lifelong friends and so I kind of like watched Gracie go from student and being a worship leader to being a college student and a worship leader which is what you are now so it's been really cool to see like the journey um that kind of how you started when I met you and to where you are today because we kind of just done life together and I've kind of seen behind the stages 
of um, just behind the scenes of where you've been and where you are now. So it's super cool. And then today we went to church together and I got to see like where you're going to be in worship and yeah. see through Los Angeles. So I'm super excited for you. Um, I guess my next question is, um, what is something that like when you're leading worship, what is something that like you ask God to use you in as you're like leading these people who are either saved or not saved in the congregation like what is something you ask God for when you get you know on the platform to lead um I think there's three main things that I really set my heart towards when going into worship the first one is help me love the people more than I love the songs that I'm singing because that's that's super important because sometimes you fall in love with a song, but you forget what it means to every individual person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like there's so many different things in worship. Like, worship is um, a time where people's lives get transformed. It's not like a, a build-up towards the message. It's like it sets the atmosphere for whatever you're going to hear next. And I, I think it's it's more than just singing songs, and it's it's more than just coming together. It's actually like being able to set our hearts and our adoration on Jesus. Um, And when we can come together and do that as like a community, we get to see like how how many people are getting transformed by um, the way that God's using every single person on stage, whether it's playing keys or singing or doing media or lights or whatever it is. Um, And it's so cool to see... um, like in the audience people like almost losing themselves in worship because then you know like okay like god yeah i i was able to put myself aside and put every single preference i had so that you could do what you want to do um and yeah so the second thing i always really want to set my heart towards is i don't i always ask god to um make me invisible when it comes to leading worship like I want to be able to add to the atmosphere and be able to let God use me but I don't want people to see like me and be like oh my gosh like you're so awesome you're so this like I want people to come out of a out of a worship um time and be like wow God transformed like my life or Mm -hmm. wow like the presence of God was so heavy here and so like tangible Mm -hmm. um because I feel like a lot of times we can get so caught up as worship leaders in the sense that oh like am I doing what's right am I doing this did Mm -hmm. that sound awkward when I did this but that's not actually what it's about um it's really about taking the authority in the room Mm -hmm. and setting um the expectation and the hearts of everyone in that room and as the worship leader taking authority to be able to set that on Jesus Mm -hmm. because anything else isn't really worship it's if you're doing it for your own it's performing yeah when you're doing it for your own self like that's performing and I think the biggest difference between performing and worship is actually being able to say God use me God like I want to see hearts transformed I want to see people moved I don't want people to notice how good I am at this or how how many things I say or like I want the ultimate effect of worship to be 
like, wow, God is so good. God mm-hmm. is so great. And his name heals everything. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the biggest things. Um, but the third thing that I always pray going into worship, um, and this is actually something, a personal thing. It's not, it's not for everyone, but um, when I was younger, I had really, really, really bad stage fright. And so for me, um, I always pray for myself and I say, God, like, please help me center my attention to you and to be sensitive to your atmosphere and what you want to bring here because I like in my own flesh and in my own like self I get nervous and I all of a sudden forget what to do and I'm like forgetting the lyrics and I'm and every single time I go into a set of worship I always say God like I need you to fill in every single place um, that I lack every single gap every single um, area and I need you to um, move through those things because without his presence, without him, I would not be able to do half of the things that I can say that mm-hmm. I've been able to experience and, and participate in. Um, so for me, the one of, like, I think that's probably the most important thing that I pray every time. I'm like, God, like, I really need you in this mm-hmm. moment because... I get scared and I get I get fearful and I'm I have to remind myself that worship isn't about me. Mm-hmm. It isn't about how good I'm going to do at something. It's about okay, God, give me the strength and give me the ability to take the authority in this room and set the attention on you. Mm-hmm. Not on me, on you. And it's um it's just a constant reminder for me and um even for other worship leaders or to encourage like my team um, to be able to say like, God, like let us be sensitive to your atmosphere mm-hmm. enough to the point where you can move through it. Yeah. I love that. I love what stuck out to me when you were saying like, when you, before you go on stage, you're like, God, fill the gaps. And I think that's so powerful too, because everybody it has flaws and everybody messes up. Yeah. But if you like give it to God first, like you're basically saying like, God, this is your altar. And I'm just a vessel. Like, I'm just here. You set the atmosphere. Um, you fill in the gaps. Right. And, and I feel like, I mean, like, I'm not a worship leader by any means, but just with everyday life, if we just, you know, ask God, like, here's your altar at work. Here's your altar on the worship team. Here's your altar, um, you know, in sports, in school or whatever. Like, fill the gaps. God moves in those areas. And so I really right. like what you said, like, how he does that. That's so good. Yeah. Um, I guess my next question for you is, um, like, you write songs, which is so awesome. I've actually seen you do that and just hang out in your bedroom and listen to some of your stuff. <laughs> um, if you could pick one dream of where you see, like, God calling you to do or be, um, what would it be? Like, what is your heart for worship? Like, what do you want to do? Um that's a hard question because there's so many things that I love and so many things that I want to do. But, um, I think probably the biggest thing and the biggest area where I feel like God's calling me to is to be a worship pastor because that kind of envelopes all of the above. Mm -hmm. So it's like you get to have a team and you get to pour into your team. Mm -hmm. You get to be able to impact the congregation through letting yourself be a vessel for God to move. Mm Mm-hmm. And you get to be able to, um, like, be involved with the writing of a church or, um, like, 
anything creative and I feel like that's where my heart is mm-hmm. hat is like anything creative so mm-hmm. um a big thing for me is like encouraging people and encouraging um especially people who don't see the worth in themselves because I was there mm-hmm. um and I've been in low points I've been in um destructive mentalities and when I see that in someone else I'm like I know exactly how to help you like I can say like I have been healed I know who the healer is Jesus um and be able to actually walk someone through their healing is like one of the most honoring things and the most like beautiful things you can ever do Mm -hmm. um and I feel like when it comes to being like a worship pastor you get to have all of those different opportunities and all of those different areas um that you get to be able to influence other people in and I Mm -hmm. think that's so awesome I love that yeah that's so cool I'm so excited about where you're going to because it's just been such a journey seeing you walk through like all these different seasons like in high school and then just serving and now you're in college and serving again and it's just cool to sit like on the back row and just be like wow I like get to see everything Grace walks through and and God's going to use you huge here in Los Angeles um I guess my next question would be like if you sat down in a room at a table with a bunch of middle school or high school girls who have gifts and talents for piano, guitar, drum, singing, whatever it would be, if you got an opportunity to sit at a table and there's 20 girls in the room, whether middle school, high school, or college, um, looking back at your life and what you've learned through serving, through worship, what, what would be some things that you would just say like, hey, heads up, or here's what to expect, or like, these are things I've learned that could help? I think when it comes to you know actually like the if I would sit down in a room with those girls and I was able to speak into their lives I think the most important thing that I would touch on is you can have a heart of worship but you need a heart for Jesus first mm-hmm. and it's so good without that relationship with Jesus like you will never go as far as you want to mm-hmm. or as far as you dream to because mm-hmm. having a relationship with Jesus is like digging deep into the ground where no one sees mm-hmm. no one your roots yeah but when you're building skyscrapers you have to build at least four times down as much as you want to build up so if you're building if you want to build a 10 feet high building you need a 40 foot um you need a 40 foot um anchor in the ground Mm -hmm. So for skyscrapers, you have to keep going deeper and deeper and deeper where no one sees and no one is really paying attention and you feel like you're underground and not going anywhere and you just keep going deeper and deeper and deeper and from there, you can actually build higher and higher and higher and be able to impact more and more people just by building that relationship with Jesus and the thing that I've learned and continue to learn is when you have that relationship and friendship with Jesus you you actually never you never hit like an end with that you never you can always go deeper Mm -hmm. you can always learn more 
but until you get the language of Jesus and being able to understand his voice, how he sounds, how he is, like his nature, you won't be able to teach others that. Mm -hmm. Because that's what worship is. Worship isn't just singing songs and, and, you know, it's not just music. Worship is actually like a way of life. And if you look at the definition of worship, it's showing reverence and adoration for Jesus, um, the feeling or expression of reverence or, or adoration, and that has nothing to do with music. Worship is actually centering God in your life and saying, I'm going to live a life of worship. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be good at singing. You don't have to be good at music to live a life of worship, but that's centering Jesus in your life, being bold and courageous enough to share that with other people and stepping out for yourself and being able to say I have a relationship with God Mm -hmm. like whether it's one person that gets impacted by you or 10 or 20 or 100 or Mm -hmm. whatever number it is being able to know the word and know Jesus well enough to be able to teach someone else about that Mm -hmm. those are like some of the like pillars to being able to be a good worship leader because the the things that a worship leader carries isn't just because they're a great singer or like even just a great songwriter mm-hmm. but if you look at someone like Taya Smith or um or anyone in Hillsong or C3 or Bethel or you know wherever they're not just people who are good at singing yes that's one of the things they're battling but, warfare yeah but they're actually able to teach people how to live a life that is loving Jesus, battling warfare, battling for other people. Like worship leaders, every single trial they go through is another weapon that they can put in their belt. Mm-hmm. Like they're able to fight for someone else the same way that they were able to fight for themselves in a valley. Mm-hmm. And the more that you go through life and the more trials that you have... And the more things that you, quote-unquote, go through, the more ways that you can help impact someone else. Because there's someone else going through a similar or the same thing. Um, And even if you feel alone, or if you feel like no one else understands, Jesus understands. Mm -hmm. And if you just give that to him and be able to know that, God is on your side, he's for you, and he is good, and he is good, period. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean if, when, or but, it's God is good, period. It says it in the Bible. And you can actually share that with other people and fight for other people the same way that you fight for yourself. Um, And I think one of the biggest things with worship leading, in addition to that, is living a life with God. Mm-hmm. Because, as we said before, he's going to fill in every single gap. And even if you haven't been through something, you'll be able to feel for someone. Because yeah, he'll give you that that like heart for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's, it's really the biggest thing that you need is Jesus. Mm-hmm. And until you get that, you can't impact other people mm-hmm. the way that Jesus wants you to. And you can't. You can't 
just go through life and worship lead and not have the spirit of God with you mm-hmm. because worship is about Jesus and the Holy Spirit it's not about what you can do mm-hmm. so I think it's so important that before you even step on a stage you get a heart of servanthood and a heart of Jesus because that's like the pillar to any single type of worship nice I love that that's so good what you said about the um how you're building the skyscraper I never thought of it like that like the deeper um you build the higher you go and a lot of times like I mean me I could go to church and see this amazing girl on stage sing and lead worship but like I don't know the route she's dug and I don't know what she's walked through but like you said earlier like they're normal people and they fight battles that we don't even see I mean everybody does Mm -hmm. um but a worship leader is interceding and setting the atmosphere for these people who come in who are broken um who need healing and it's not just a singer it's like they're fighting warfare for us absolutely and so I think that's super cool that God uses you in that position and I believe he's going to take you places you've never dreamed of going and he's going to open doors for you that are just going to be amazing and I get to watch so thank you for sharing your heart on worship I think it's really cool to hear someone else's um, perspective on that because I know a little bit about worship and I used to be on a worship team but it's it's like your whole heart and so I think a lot of girls you know have gifts and talents and want to lead or are leading now and it's just good to have someone else's perspective of like how you get there once you're there what do you do um, and just the heart behind what it actually is. Yeah. So thank you for sharing your heart. That was super good. Yeah. Um, but thank you so much for being on our podcast. I'm super excited to have you on. I've been wanting to have you on for so long. <laughs> but um, yeah, thank you for sharing your heart on the Her podcast. Um, I'm super excited for what God's going to do with you. And um, if you had one thing to leave these girls, just an encouragement, what would you say? I would say, if I had to leave you with one thing, I would say the quiet times that you spend with Jesus are probably the most important. And sometimes we get so busy that we forget that God's there. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to lie, I've done it. Yeah. We've all been there. We've all been there. Did all the time. I think the most beautiful times that you can have are when you um when you just go no agenda. Yeah. To Jesus and you say, Okay, I'm making time for you. Yeah. I'm gonna make time for you. Just like you would a friend, Mm because he's a friend. Um but you say, I'm gonna make time for you. No agenda, not asking for things, not praying for things, not even thanking him for things, but just having him work in you because that silence and that that time that's just like the really raw and special time sometimes things get brought up that you didn't even think about mm-hmm. and sometimes your heart changes for something or revelations happen or um sometimes you can even get convicted of things mm-hmm. during that time but that time is just so precious because you can spend it with Jesus and not have to worry about um, what's going to happen next or what do I want this time or you know how can I pray for this person how can I pray for myself how can I thank God what can I thank God for and sometimes we get so busy but it's just that time where you can relax 
and spend time with Jesus who is all about peace and peace comes literally from him alone and you can be refreshed in that moment so I think I would encourage you guys to have your quiet time yeah to just not even just have your quiet time but to go not just sit in your room but like go somewhere Mm -hmm. where you can you don't have to drive you don't have to you know but get along with God yeah but just make an effort to go to maybe a place that you haven't gone before find somewhere that you can make like you and Jesus's secret place Mm -hmm. and go no agenda I love that well, thank you so much for so much encouragement and wisdom in you. Um, thank you for sharing your heart and for being on today's podcast. I've learned so much. Like, my eyeballs are always just huge listening to you because it's just <laughs> cool to see someone else's heart for something totally different, you know? Yeah. Um, so thank you again for being on the podcast. I really appreciate you. Yeah. Well, girls, thank you for listening. Super excited to have her today. I hope you learned a lot and took away a lot. Um, Stay tuned for next week's podcast. All right. Bye, guys.